0: Hey, welcome to the Pelvic Biz podcast. Are you a pelvic health PT or OT struggling to start your own practice? This podcast helps pelvic health PTs and OTs get out of debt, gain the income they desire, be able to treat patients without insurance restraints, and learn how to create time freedom for yourself and your family. I'm your host, Dr. Kelly Alhui, founder of Ortho Pelvic Physical Therapy pelvic health business grower and Biz. Over the last two years, I went from a solo entrepreneur to a seven person team and counting. I'm here to help provide a clear path to grow your pelvic health business as fast as possible so that you can gain the time freedom, decrease debt, increase income, and live the life that you desire. Before we get started today, make sure you click the link in our bio to grab your ticket for Pelvic Biz. Now, let's get into today's episode. All right, what's up guys? Welcome to Pelvic Biz Podcast. I'm your host Kelly Alhui. Today, we have a very special guest, someone I'm super super excited to bring on. Allie from Jane, the EMR system, and I personally have used Jane for a very long time. I love it. So I wanted to bring her on. She is the co-founder of Jane. So go ahead, Ali, introduce yourself and give us why you actually started Jane.
1: Yeah, thanks, Kelly. I'm so excited to be here. I've been really looking forward to this conversation this morning. Yeah, so Jane is obviously a practice management software but I didn't start out thinking that we were going to create a practice management software necessarily. So um, like you, I opened a practice in 2011. So oh, that feels like so long ago now, which is so long ago now. Um, and I was opening a practice. It was multidisciplinary. I'm here in North Vancouver in Canada. So multidisciplinary clinics, I think might be a little easier here than um for you in the US but right. we had, um physiotherapy and chiropractic care massage therapy naturopathic medicine counselors dietitians i had my midwives that were delivering my i was pregnant with my third and so my midwives were working out of the practice which was great i got to listen to the heartbeat all the time awesome. i'm like take me in yeah Here's heartbeat. and then he was born and all the all the midwife clients would just like practice on him cuz i just put him in a bouncy at the front desk cuz you know when you're you open a practice, you're doing everything. So, right? I had uh, he was at the front desk. I was like nursing in a treatment room while like that's yelling at people that I'll be right. That's awesome. No, oh, my yeah. <laughs> anyway. And when I was opening Canopy, um, that's the name of the practice there wasn't anything on the market that would work for online booking and electronic charting. So those were the two things that I really had a, a need for. And my co-founder, Trevor, he was doing my branding for my practice. And so I was just complaining and showing him all the options that were just terrible. And he said that he would build something for me. So originally, we just had the online booking and electronic charting um, connected just to my website for my clinic. And then we used it for about a year. People started asking us about it because the online booking was so visible. And then we decided to partner. We built out like the billing side and insurance for another year and then started licensing it to other people in 2014. So it was just supposed to be like a side hustle. Do you remember? Everyone was like making apps. Right. Everyone. did an app, it'll be a side thing. I think our business plan had like seven people or something like (laughs) we were both going to still do our our other jobs. Right. this is a side thing, but now we have you know over a hundred thousand practitioners using Jane and 300 wow. any staff or something. It became a very full-time job. So I'm actually just shutting my practice down at the end of this year. so wow, yeah. this is this
0: is amazing how much it's grown and how many people you guys have impacted, how many lives you changed. I mean I know personally I came on with you guys when I first started my practice because yeah. I needed a super bill. <laughs> I needed a super bill and I needed a calendar that was going to, you know, send things out to patients. So I didn't have to do that. It would save me time. And so, yeah, that's when, that's when I saw you guys and I'm like, you know what, I'm going to join you guys. And ever since then, I've been with you guys hanging out and using your system and I just love it. So I'm so happy to have you on here to kind of give us, you know, the background of how it all got started and, you know. Thank you for helping us have
1: better oh, practices. Life. You know, I just love it. You know, my parents are both physiotherapists, and my mom was not a businesswoman. She did not love it. She did not love running a practice. And actually, for many years when I was a teenager, she would pay her team and take home whatever was left, which I think is probably a story that's pretty common for people. And I just watched her struggle and the stress and You really just not enjoy that part of practice life. And so one of the things that we do at Jane, like we hired a large support team. We train them very intentionally and we try to build a very human relationship. So I always say when you join Jane, you get a bunch of cheerleaders that are here to support you in your practice. It's not just a software, you get a team. And so we just have always tried to really consider like the the needs of the individual business. And even now, as we're looking at what we're going to build for the future, being helpful is helping the helpers is our mission. And I'm always like, okay, what can we do to be helpful? Like what is so terrible to do in a practice? How can we take that stress out or that pain away or make it easier or make it less expensive? So yeah, I love that. I'm so glad that you're a part of the Jane community, Kelly. It's a really wonderful group of practitioners and clinic owners and yeah, very fortunate to work with such a group of people.
0: Yeah. And I have to say y'all support system. Like when we need questions answered, the videos that you have in like the search bar or whatever. And then also when we call, we get to speak to you guys. And I think that's really speaks volume and really helps us take out that fear of, oh my gosh, I don't know how to do this. And we get our questions answered right away. I think that's a big, you know, it was a big, it was very helpful for us to have that so that, you know, we're not sitting there spending hours wasting our time trying to figure out the software. You guys are just right there to help us. So that has been super, super helpful for us.
1: Yeah, that's amazing. They go through three months of support training those support people. It's a, it's a wow. big reading process. Wow. So, yeah, It's and then we're always trying to make it better. There's a ton of information and so much to know and everybody runs their practice so uniquely. Yeah, right. Yeah, but then people just don't know everything. Like, there's so much to know. Like shift P is privacy mode and it blurs your schedule. And every time I tell people, they're just like, I'm like I know. How can you not know that there's so many things? I'm always I, so sad. I literally didn't know this. Okay, so funny you bring
0: this up, I didn't know this, and I'm like, guys, everyone's names has gone off the schedule. What's happening? <laughs> and it help. was like, yeah, help. Seriously, how did Google <laughs> it? Like, what happened? That's
1: it. <laughs> I know, and then. Uh, I just actually, so when our support people graduate, I and actually this is, I like to give this advice to people who are training front desk staff. So if you have like a way that you want your staff to behave, or you have something that's important to you, a way you want your staff to show up, we have, it's really great to give them sort of a framework to work within, And so when people graduate from support, I have a three pillar framework that I talk to them about. And really, it was just how I did support when I did it and how I'm really hoping we can scale that so that people are well supported. And so if you're hiring staff, it's really helpful for you to have for your clinic. Every clinic has a different soul. You've probably experienced that. I love clinics. I love how every clinic's a bit unique. The personalities are unique. You walk in the door, it's like some are very social, some are very zen, some are like there. I adore, I adore clinic life. I love visiting practices and seeing how people have done it. But your clinic will have a very certain feel or a very certain way you want to treat your patients or your customers. Like you'll have a if there's a there's just a vibe. It's a, Right. A, and so when you're training your front desk or you're bringing in new practitioners or staff, you can actually really communicate that in a way that is so clear if you give them a framework to work within. So for our support team, I say, these are the three pillars. And the first is it's not just answering questions as being helpful. So you can answer a question and be completely not helpful. You can just say, no, we don't do that. And that's right. that's fine. You can be fast. You can be accurate, still not helpful. Right. So how do we go beyond answering questions to helpful? So that's the pillar one. And sometimes that means we like teach people how to restart their printer when it's not working, even though it has nothing to do with Jane. Right. I'm like, or teach them how to use Excel. Like, fine. That's fine. We're just, we're being helpful. And then the second pillar is relationships. So building relationships. So I always say people call Jane, they're calling a corporation. The only minute they're talking to like a human is in that moment where they're connecting with a team member. And I'm like, and that's us. That's you. You're the people. So make it human to human. Like we, there's no like the customer service voice. Who wants that? Nobody. No, wants.
0: We do nobody, not want that. Nobody nope. wants
1: that. No. And then the third is improvement minded. So in our at Jane, I'm always like, Jane could always be better. Our company could always be better like our culture could always be better. So being improvement minded and I'm like, and, and then I'm just clear, that's not complaining. Complaining comes with a very like negative victim. Like this is put upon me mentality. Right. And then improvement minded is like enthusiastic and, and improved. So I have this three pillar framework and then you kind of assess people's performance around it. And I just think you could do that. Like if I went back to clinic now, I would build that out for my own practice. Again, starting from new, like this is what we stand for. We're these three things.
0: No, I love that. We actually apply that to clinic because just for us, yes, we're physical therapists, pelvic health, physical therapists, but instead of us just thinking manual, what we, what can we do with our hands? How else can we think outside the box? We use the yeah. exact same frame, framework of how else can we pull in another tool that's not muscular skeletal that may be nutrition or psychology that's, or whatever yeah. else to have a multifaceted approach. And you hit it from that angle to be helpful to mm-hmm. whatever customer you're trying to serve.
1: Well, I think everyone in the caring professions don't—they always underestimate the psychological aspect of care. Yeah. So, like the outcomes are based on just this very physical, like problem solution, right? And like the psychological aspect of being cared for is just so strong. It's huge. Yeah, yeah, it's huge.
0: Yeah. So, I also, you know, just wanted to kind of talk with you about how the stats and everything that you guys have on the back end of Jane, how it actually works, because. I know with my crew that hangs out with me, we all use Jane and I have backend systems on how to take these stats and really analyze them for your business to make it super simple. And I think Jane does a really good job of breaking down. How many patients did you see this month? You know, what was the average visit per session? Like all these different stats. And I think that's really important as a business owner, because we don't get training in this Yeah, to like know and have, and then actually how to take these tools that you guys provide and then actually how to apply them and use them.
1: Yeah, well, I think you you're probably like just the an expert in this area. It yeah. sounds like you've built a system and then you're really training people on how to use the reports and the and the data you can get out of Jane. Right. Everybody depending on your practice will use it so differently. My favorite thing to talk about with stats I have a, I don't want to call it a love-hate relationship with data because I love data. Yeah. I just love data when it's accurate and being used appropriately. Right. And I hate data when it's not accurate and being used inappropriately. And so I always tell people like data, the best thing about data is it tells you to ask, ask more questions. Mm-hmm. Like data actually is rarely on its own answering a question. It's just pointing you it, to the place where you should be asking more questions. Yep. So if you're saying, this is my average patient number and now it's changed this month, or this is my average treatment length, then it's changed drastically overall. And averages are also hard. They hide like an average. So I'll give you an example from Jane. Our average phone call is 15 minutes. Okay. But many phone calls are three hours and many phone calls are five minutes. And so if you build a whole system around a 15 minute phone call, it's going to be terrible because that's just an average. Like the way math works, that means that some are longer and some are shorter. Right. And so I always, I'm just like, just use this data to see change over time, to figure out how to ask more questions, to figure out. It's usually change over time is kind of one of the best things to look for and yeah. to just things are changing and why. And in practice, I had um, multiple physiotherapists, one who did a lot of workers comp claims. Yep. So those are very, like those, those patients get booked in like three times a week for 10 mm-hmm. weeks, yeah. you know what that's going to look like. And then I had a manual therapist that did a lot of manipulations. And often that was a one visit thing, like So patients not returning for one person meant they were fine. They were done. Their their course of care was complete. Hmm. Patients not returning for the other person meant they were drop-offs. Right. So, Data is just so, it's so important to really understand your practice when you look at data and then to dig deep and ask questions like, why does this data look like this? What is it telling me? And then what kind of decisions can I make to improve that?
0: I love that. I love that. No. So really taking it and using it and making it your own.
1: Yeah, totally. And spend a lot of time clicking around all the reports with your clinic data because I hate the demo site. We have a demo site filled with fake data. You can't go through the reporting and understand it because it's not your data. But if you go through your own, like click through everything, single report in Jane, load it up for different time ranges, click on everything. You'll understand what it's showing you because you know your data. So you'll be like, oh, like all of a sudden you'll just get little insights that you and people are afraid to I don't know why they just never click through everything. I'm like, you're not going to break anything. I was I like, I if you just call us and we can probably fix it for you. I'm like, do just click everything, and everything that's blue is clickable, and every, like, just explore and just try it out. We are
0: all afraid to click, and I'm one of
1: those. No <laughs> afraid to click. Just click stuff. Go play. It'll be fine. And if you want the demo site, you can go play in there. But for data, you have to look at your own data. <laughs> like, I know that 2360 is like, and I see like for us, like I, you just know, I know that that charge is this type of visit with this insurer or whatever, you know, where that comes from or why it looks like that. So,
0: yeah, that's, that's awesome. Yeah. So, so Ali, let me ask you this. So someone that doesn't have an EMR system and then someone that does like Jane. Okay. What do you think is like the reason why they should actually come and get into the software versus you know just doing an soap on a word document
1: what oh, is oh oh my there's so many reasons what no are the top actually, three no one's actually doing stuff on word documents are they
0: yes <laughs> yes they are when they're that first makes- starting out yes they are
1: it makes me so scared okay <laughs> first of all i'm gonna say jane is pray so that a single treatment covers your entire monthly bill. Like this is our, it's one patient, okay? It's not a lot and it runs your whole practice. It's just, it's not, it's not a lot. It's really not a lot. And we cover all of your, like your security and I'm sorry, this is just like, it's so upsetting to me that someone will be, they're not going to be charting on and then just saving it on their local computer.
0: That's correct. They create it's a file. Level. Yes, they oh create my. a file and they have the patient's okay. name and we okay. and they keep it there.
1: Okay, we all do what we can with what we have at the time. And when you're getting started, it's really tough. So actually we also have a new practice helper rate so that you can get a discount when you're just starting a brand new practice. I know how like you spend so much money to get started before you're making income and that's a really tough time for a practice. I remember I cleaned the toilets. Many times it can be like nine months pregnant, <laughs> which actually my midwives wanted me on my hands and knees because the baby was not turned properly. And so oh, I was like, I the bathroom floors. And I'm like, this is perfect. I'm like, this
0: is really just do well. a handstand while you're there too. Yeah, just do like, a handstand and clean.
1: <laughs> really well for me, but okay. So I would say privacy, compliance, security, like we are, we're on top of that. Like we take care of all of that for people. There's just where, you know, we have real-time backups on our existing servers, plus an extra backup on a different server so that There's just redundancies. If your laptop gets stolen, I mean, we're yeah. There's just so many concerns with that. I
0: think as well. Like you did, like there's telehealth that's very easily integrated. That's a
1: huge positive. One place. So payment processing, telehealth, yeah, reminders. Like, and then you get the you can do a soap note. And if you do it in Word, you can do the exact same way in Jane. If you just want one note box and you just type in it, no problem. If you want to do some complex templates, there's a whole template library. Um, Have you ever built a template that you Mm -hmm. you share it in the library? Yes. Yeah. So your community can use it if they want the pelvic. So there's quite a few pelvic health. I mean, pelvic health physios and Jane have had a very nice relationship. I don't know why we just, I think I really love, I just, I didn't realize after I spoke with you that like many pelvic health physios are women and then patients are obviously primarily women. Yep. And I was like, oh, that's so great. I feel like that's a really nice fit for- It's very cool. <laughs> yeah. So we've, and I love going to the pelvic health physio conferences. I learned some really interesting things attending those conferences and hearing all this.
0: <laughs> yep. I'm like wow. we, we, we love talking about it.
1: <laughs> oh, it's awesome. It's yes. so interesting. <laughs> yeah, so interesting. So it's been a nice fit, but you can build templates that you can- duplicate your previous entry and just continue on from there do you know about that please say you know about that yes 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 okay that's great and then there you can either be a you can be an advanced charter or you can be a really basic documentation person and you can build something that works for you but yeah. not I would just say yeah it really is just keeps it's it's just not expensive so right And I think
0: the biggest benefit is like everything's all in one and you don't have to go looking for all these extra things to, and it's just all there. And you're right for what you get. It's very inexpensive to have everything right there. And it makes it, it saves you so much time. It saves you so much time. It should be saving you
1: time. And if it's not, then let her, you know, we have unlimited free support so people can book in and, and they can get their account reviewed, see if there's anything that could be set up better. Anyway, we're just, we're always here to help. I'm just, I'm always like, please come join our community. I'm so excited (laughs) to work with people.
0: Yes, that's exactly right. They should, because you guys are, you guys are great. Honestly, it's, it's truly amazing.
1: Hey there, it's Caitlin from the Jane team. Finding a practice management software can feel like a daunting task, but with Jane, it doesn't need to be. With helpful features like client-friendly online booking, efficient charting, and online payments, you'll find it is possible to love the software you use every day. And you'll be backed by a real in-person team by phone, email, or chat support. Head to jane.app to see how our features can save you time and get you back to doing what you love.
0: Okay, let me ask you this. So what do you think makes Jane unique? You know, what does, why is Jane unique?
1: I haven't really used most of the other softwares, so... It's kind of like when people ask you, like, how is your parenting unique? I guess. Okay. I don't know. You're kind of just like, I don't know. It's just, this is how I do it. So, what makes Jane unique? I could tell you. Yeah. You're probably okay. able to tell me than me. I should really be able to answer that. That's terrible.
0: No, it's not terrible. I think that, I think what makes you guys unique is the customer service. I think that makes you unique. I think the, it's, the easability, if that's even a word of
1: the- Well, let's uh, just point it. Easeability, I'm I'm branding James. Okay, Ease yeah, ability. easeability.
0: Like it is very user-friendly for someone that is not a techie, okay? Yeah. Like most of us pelvic health PTs, right?
1: Well, m- most health pro- care practitioners did not get right. into healthcare to spend a lot of time on computers.
0: Right, and I yeah. think the the simplicity of it is actually what draws me to it. Because I don't actually have to then spend a lot of time to learn the software, if that makes sense.
1: Yeah. That was one of the goals was that someone should be able to sit down and book an appointment, take like, and not have to go through seven hours of training. So I don't, there's small things. Like if you click on someone on the main schedule, it shows the treatments that they offer with the description and the price. And so if someone's on the phone and it's like their first day at the front desk, and someone needs to book, you can see it all there. There's a magnifying glass that shows all the availability of that link. Do you know about the magnifying glass? You should try it. It's fun. No, but I, it's don't, just, I don't think so. Oh, okay. Maybe on the around. main scheduler. <clears throat> uh, you, I think you would know because it lights up all the available blocks in orange. It's fair. it's, it's oh, fun.
0: See. Yeah features I don't even know about
1: (laughs) new things I know but the thing is that the goal is feel simple but also actually be quite robust without you noticing so we're always trying to adjust the design so it continues to feel delightful and actually delight is one of our our we're always we're aiming for delight which is not easy right Uh, like a EMR who wants to hate in their EMR but if we can get to delight, that's like, that's really our goal. Delight both in like the, the support you experience your, and then also in the experience that you have within the product. So delight.
0: Yeah, I love that. I actually, I like that word. That's a really good word. I also like that you guys have the section that where you can go. If you're like, Hey, this would be beneficial to me. You can actually go and put your suggestions in there. Oh And you yeah. guys go through. I just I told you about that on our last yes. call. Did you go look at it? <laughs> I went to go look at it. And then... Have my clients are like Kelly? Yeah, I put stuff in there all the time. <laughs> okay,
1: that's funny. So, did you vote stuff? Did you and upvote things? Yeah. Well,
0: so I, I was just looking. I was scrolling. What do people um, want? What do people like? What are they uh, looking for? Right? I study that because I like to see what people
1: isn't want. It fascinating. Do, there's like I don't even know like thirty. There's a lot requests in there. You know there's what? I is funny is I'm always just like oh so I think everyone should just see this is how many people want different things from Jane. And then people are still like, why haven't you built this thing? I'm like, are you seeing how many, like right. your vote? It has
0: five votes. Right. Yeah. That <laughs> but- was the other cool thing you could see. Like this one has 133 yeah. votes. I'm like, wow. Okay. I didn't think it like that, but that's cool that people want this.
1: Yeah. It, I like that. It, I'm always trying to blur a little bit the line of like Jane, the, the company and Jane, the customer. Like, I just love, like, we're all just doing the same thing. Right, like, We all want the same thing. We all want you to be delighted by Jane and have Jane be super helpful in your practice. Right. Like we're totally have the same goal. So I love, I like talking about our customer community being like in collaboration with us as we build Jane. Mm-hmm. We don't just build top to bottom on that though. Like it's not, we're not just building what people ask for because we have to consider obviously like way more factors outside of that. Right. putting things that you would never think to ask for because you wouldn't, you know, things that people just don't even know that they're going to want until we get there. Yes. Okay, what do you think about like a Jane job board? Where, I think
0: that would be phenomenal.
1: So, okay, here's what I'm thinking, because we okay. want to go to like new grads coming out of school across like all disciplines. And when I was trying to hire for my multidisciplinary clinic, it was really hard to figure out like, I want massage therapists. I want like, I want all these different disciplines, but they all have separate job boards and they're yep. all with their associations or, and they're just discipline specific. Yep. But then I was like, what if clinics could, have, we could do a Jane job board. And then we go and like, we bring it to new grads across every discipline in every geography. And if yes. people want to move, now it's like all these clinics have all their job postings. And then it would make it easier to become multidisciplinary because now you could be attracting different types of practitioners.
0: I think that's a phenomenal, literally phenomenal idea because I know, especially for our field in the pelvic health world, it is very challenging to mm-hmm. find pelvic health PTs because it's just a unique niche, right? Totally. And, yeah,
1: and but so, very passionate about it, though.
0: Yes. And yeah. like that would be so cool. It just gives us another voice of a yeah. platform to kind of integrate everything on. And we need more of that because a lot of times in healthcare, we
1: actually don't collaborate a lot in healthcare no, compared to I other fields. Don't. No. You know? I know. You know what? It's super fascinating. Like as we, as we grew Jane's story and we work with all these different disciplines. So not only do people not collaborate cross-discipline, like there's, I call them like rival high schools. Right. Those right. That's kind and of like, what it is. You kind of like appreciate that you're in a similar healthcare space right. and that you can bond being like we're private practice owners, but then you're like, But you kind of, I don't know, you're just, it's like rival high school. right? (laughs) It's kind of a friendly rivalry. I think most of the time, sometimes, unless the scope of care is being questioned. And then it's not anyway, anyhow, most of the time, friendly rivalry. And I was like, but then even within the disciplines, there's major politics where it's like types of care. And actually that's much less friendly super interesting. It's, it's a- so interesting. Yes.
0: No, you're so right. In, in reality though, this is the thing we actually should all collaborate because the more heads that we can actually bring together, the more impact that we can have, the more outreach we can have, the more just community that we can have, that's actually going to help lift all of us up. So oh. we, we really should not think of anyone as competitors or, okay. um, you know, the, the, the high school, the whatever the rival high school. Yeah. It really should, we all should be coming together and saying, hey, this is my
1: problem. This is my problem. How can we solve this? Yeah. And we're all like, in the small business ownership. And like, I, I think for our customer base, that's a really consistent, it's consistent. Everyone's yeah. trying to run their small business or be part of a small business or run their practice, you know, or be, a, so we have like kind of all these different users that we have to think about the practice owner, the practitioner, that's an employee, the admin staff, and then the patient. Right. And then the biller, like there's kind of all these different roles. And so we're always trying, like reaching delight for all the different roles is actually really interesting because everyone uses Jane differently depending on what they do all day, every day. True. So it's super fascinating to have to consider all the different perspectives and same you as a clinic owner, you're trying to create delight for your patients, your admin staff, your practitioners who are employees, and then you as an owner should be making profit. I could talk for a long time about how it's reasonable as a clinic owner to take profit. You should not be doing this for nothing. You're taking on- doing extra work you're working around your your clinical hours like anyway yes especially as
0: females a lot of us females just say i'll take the leftover no no
1: No. yeah no No. exactly you should not be ashamed of it and you should not be like quiet about it right that's it's totally reasonable that there's profit being made um when you're a business owner you should
0: be you have to have profit to actually be a business (laughs) otherwise you're not going to stay in business
1: (laughs) you know that's so funny and it's one of the things that has been interesting is thinking about how much we run Jane the way I ran clinic and Trevor ran his small business. Yeah. So we've never hired. It's weird, but in tech, you often hire outside of your, what you make, like they yeah. over before they have the money. I don't even know. Anyway, it's weird. We've never done that, but we've also grown without like a sales team. We grew the same way that clinics grow, which is word of mouth referral. Like people just use it. They say, Hey, I like this. You should use it too. Or it was when someone says, what should you use for practice management software? People will say, I, I use Jane, It's great. Or when someone says, Oh my gosh, I just peed my pants on the trampoline. They say, Oh, you should go see Kelly. She's great. Right. So it's like you have a great service. And then people talk about it when it comes up in conversation. And so we just grew that same way. And it's very unusual to grow software that way, actually.
0: Yeah, I bet. But it's, In our world, or at least especially in business coaching world, that's the first question I get is, hey, Kelly, what software should I use to put all my patients on? And how do I get this patient to pay me? How do I document? Like, that's the thing. So that's like the number one thing when it comes to business ownership is like, what's what software do I use? You know?
1: Okay. Kelly, ask your membership and your listeners. And for all of you listening, I'd love to know what other business problems you have that you would love someone else to solve for you. So I have a list in my head of things. Like, I mean, I really hated submitting, like like doing payroll. Jane kind of does half of the work right now, gathering information, but I'd love to be able to do more of it. I'm like compliance, HIPAA training, like like where else in your business are there things that we could help provide that service kind of within this one place? That's what I'm curious about, about where else can we be helpful to a small business owner that's having to do all of these annoying things? even like your annual, like we have to make sure our reporting works for your annual, like for financials when you have to do your annual financials with your bookkeeper and your accountant. But I'm like, where else can we be helpful?
0: Yeah, so I know we had a couple of questions on uh, fax. Is there going to be a fax button that they can directly fax evals to whoever or download faxes as a PDF?
1: Yeah, so we're just planning our roadmap for 2020.
0: Is that the year we're going into? Yeah, 2023. That's it.
1: Yeah, we're just doing roadmap planning right now. And I love it. Like, it's so fun because we have to prioritize what we're going to build. And FACTS is a super interesting one. I think it's... I want. We are about to start doing like more research on exactly how people want to use FACTS and how they use it now and then how we can integrate that. We'd have to build a contact list, I think. Okay. I think I need to do some research into like how people want to use this. Like, do you just want a button that launches like an online, like a web-based fax portal that has the phone number already in it? Or like how deeply integrated do people want it to be? Because it starts to really get spiral out of like, okay, and then do we want it to automatically pull the fax into a chart based on matching custom, like patient- Yes, that would be cool. Like, so I'm like, where, like, how deep do we want Mm, this? Wow. And then I have to do V1. Like, what could we launch that's just helpful? Which is maybe even like, okay, it launches your fax- this fax provider, a HIPAA, fa- a HIPAA compliant fax provider service. And then you like from a chart note. So maybe you can do a chart note, like how 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 scaled down can we make this, the product or right. the offer so that we can launch it quickly. And then what iterations can we add to make it better over time? So that's kind of like how we develop everything. I'm wow. always like, what's the, what's the smallest unit of value we can provide to make this better? And then what do we want to do to iterate? So actually we call it, it's called like a TikTok cycle. Okay. And so next year, we kind of want to do some more talk, which is making everything that we have better and more helpful along with the new product features. That's, and features. that's awesome. Yeah.
0: Yeah. These are great questions. I, I don't even know the answer. And I I'm know. sure as people... Talk to you, they're probably like, oh, yeah, I need to probably do this. And we're like, wow, we didn't know that that had to happen on the back end.
1: <laughs> you know, oh, so much. I love, I mean, I love talking about it because, <laughs> you know, if we want to fax a doctor, for example, okay, now we have to make sure that we have the doctor's information, the fax number. Right. Um, we want, and then we need to make sure that when you fax that, like, do, what about a cover letter? How are we going to do? We uh, do we want a cover letter? Do we want to automatically populate a, a cover letter that you, or do you need to customize it every time? And then, right. you know, I mean? and then there's a real mix between automation and manual. Automation can be helpful, or it can be really, really annoying if it doesn't right. do what you want it to do. And then customization is important. So then there's, yeah, it's so interesting. So I love interesting. it. I love it. It's so fun, and I always just want to build something so helpful. That's awesome. Yeah, we have
0: another question of with intake forms, can they um, if they were going to do an evaluation and there was an intake form, could they attach the outcome measures to the evaluation? Is there a way?
1: Are you collecting outcome measures right now?
0: Personally, we just did outcome measures where how we do it is we have this sheet, right. That has all the, you can customize in Jane that you can customize the blocks. Like you put the question and then the answer. Okay. So we just took those sheets and then made a custom form like that. And then they have to fill that out. And then that's how it's attached to their chart.
1: Yeah. So on the intake form, you can, I mean, it depends what kind of outcomes measures you're collecting, but you can just create them on intake form. If you That's what I think we did. Yes. So yes. then it just becomes part of the initial chart. So when you send an intake form, it's actually three pieces, which but they all get it as one. So you get the profile information and that all goes onto the patient's profile. And now you can upload insurance information to picture of your insurance card if you have it. I know you're cash-based primaries, right. but the profile information, and then there's the the health questionnaire, and that becomes the chart, the first chart entry. And then there's also the consents, and those get just checked off and stored on their on their main profile as well. But on that chart part, you can kind of make it however, say whatever you want. So if you want to have outcomes, you can. We are building outcome measures right now that was a separate feature.
0: Okay. Okay. That's good to know.
1: Scorable outcome measures that can be sent more regularly so you can collect that information.
0: That's awesome. And you guys can now text. We can text using the software too, right?
1: So there's automatic reminders. Yes. Those are all included. We also don't charge extra for those which is super fascinating because there's a whole new anti-fraud, anti-text fraud and anti-spam legislation that's all coming in. And so there's all this talk about, they're going to start blocking anything that comes out in like mass amounts, like all of our reminders, even though they're transactional anyway. So we're just like working through what what that looks like. So so currently we think we have a plan that's going to work. But Good.
0: Cause I know the patients actually truly love that they
1: oh, love the reminders. So helpful. And you can yeah. set as many as you want. And we wanted them included because we just felt like they were such an important part of the service. Secure yeah. um, text messaging is coming with a patient app. I don't know when it's going to be launched, but it's coming up. And so secure messaging really like you can, it's it'll be HIPAA compliant within the Jane secure environment, but they'll have to download the, an app in order to be part of that secure environment still. Okay. So we're working on a patient app that's going to have like just so many cool features. I can't, I'm so excited about it. Um, that's awesome. But yeah, that'll be secure messaging. And then that kind of administrative texting, people are using a few different services right now for that outside of Jane. Um, I think Google Voice is popular. There's a few different ones people are using, but administrative texting, I'd also like to add to Jane, but I don't think that's immediately on the roadmap. We did secure yeah. messaging first, and then we're going into administrative texting after.
0: Yeah. I feel like there's so much that you guys can do and like oh, the future could be so like, much, Kelly. Like, so you could
1: just keep going with this, you know, thing it'll never be done. That's why I love this job so much when I, I did the clinic and we were like running up full capacity. So I knew I'd never be above like really 85% or something. You're never going to be at hundred percent right. capacity. Well, I had eight treatment rooms that two blocks a day. Anyhow, wow. Wow. So when I that was kind of running and I was like okay like this is just going smoothly and then I w- I started looking at franchising canopy because I had a practitioner that wanted one in like Steveston and was like a couple different locations so I'm like okay maybe we could franchise this and then we started Jane instead, but the reason that Jane is so fun for me is just because it's never like never ending like the learning and the doing new things and trying something different and. It's so fun. And so that's why I I always recommend that people, I used to say when I first started training people on Jane, like when I'd go to a, I'd go to a clinic and I would show them how to use it. And I'd say, if you ever say, ugh Jane, like message me right away. Cause I never want you to say, ugh Jane, like I want you to be so excited to be using Jane. Right. Um, and, and that,
0: that's so funny because when I met you, I mean, I'm super passionate about it for real. And I really am passionate about Jane because it really truly has helped me out a lot. And that's so funny because I actually love, I don't like software or anything <laughs> tech wise or whatever, but I actually love Jane. So that's crazy that you just said that. That's funny.
1: That yeah. was the goal. And I, I mean, I was always worried that I wouldn't scale. I'm so used to clinic where you're, you're so relationally connected to your mm-hmm. patients. It's a community-based experience being a healthcare practitioner. You're really treating, I mean, with telehealth, it's opened up, but you're really treating the people that kind of are within a 10 kilometer radius. of right. clinic. And I love that. I love that about practice. I love the community hub. I love the like the relationships you build with people. And so we started doing just here in Vancouver and we were servicing sort of British Columbia. And then we started, servic- you know, then we started working with people across the whole world. And I'm like, how are we ever going to feel that way? Yeah. Uh, or so it's still... Every time I talk to people and I'm like it's still feeling like that I'm like oh okay I'm so glad <laughs> I'm so glad I'm like how can we make sure we keep scaling like that where that delight and that relational feeling and that support continues yeah. to scale too.
0: You should That's come cool. to our events, you know. You I'm come. so excited. I already told you I'm coming. Yes, I already Yes. Yeah, yeah. Like, yeah. You can meet everyone. It'll be so fun.
1: Awesome. I actually, no, I, I'm already planning on crashing it. I think I perfect. already put calendar Kelly. Okay, so perfect. Great. I'm, I'm showing up.
0: <laughs> okay, we would love to have you. Yeah, I
1: just, <laughs> you do a tequila shot. Okay, before, great chill event. This is my like social. I have like slight social anxiety. Okay. You just have to do one tequila shot before and then you just are ready to go.
0: There yeah. you go. I, yeah. I love it. So you can just hang out behind me. You're good and I'll take care of it. It's okay.
1: <laughs> I know you don't have social anxiety, do you No, Kelly? no. I love it. Okay. That's, uh, yeah, it's great. Uh,
0: well, thank you so much for, you know, coming on the podcast. I really appreciate, you know, you being on here and thank you so much for creating Jane. I mean, we couldn't thank you enough. I know. I speak for many of the pelvic health uh, providers that, you know, I work with and we're just so thankful that you made our life easier. So any other parting thoughts before we go or anything else you want to, you want to say?
1: Yeah, just that if, um, if there's any way that Jane could be more helpful to the pelvic health community, let me know. It's like a, it's a group that I would really love to continue to support and that Jane could be a part of that story. So if there's anything that's kind of specific to pelvic health or that you need help with in that space um and then as well just uh keep keep in touch like I, I would really encourage everyone to to let us know what what could make Jane better for you. Um and to click around. I guess I'm just going to reiterate that. Click yeah. around the things.
0: I think that's good because we're all scared. And where can they find Jane? Like www.
1: Oh, it's no www I don't think. Oh, sorry. <laughs> that .app Jane.app. Jane.app. Jane.app, that's it. Yeah. And then there's a whole guide and blog and we're just trying to get better at actually how we how our, our website's laid out, because we've kind of not, have neglected it for many years. Yeah, but you can find lots of great material on there. And then we've done three years of Allied, which is our online conference. It was going to be in person. And then the first year we we're supposed to do it, it was 2020 and COVID hit. And so we moved it online very quickly. And then we've run it for three years and all that content's available online. So there's lots of stuff that's both Jane and non-Jane, like lots of just general clinic or business or like wonderful advice from different practitioners that we're connected with, that we're friends with, become friends of Jane. Yeah,
0: exactly. Yeah, it's lovely. So. That's awesome. Well, thank you so much for coming on. And guys, look at the show notes. We'll be sure to link how you can find Jane down there. We also have a code for a free month as well that we will link down there. So look for that. And thanks guys. It's been fun. If you are ready to change your life, Click the link in the show notes to get your ticket to Pelby Biz. Let's go.